back to the Samuel Proctor Oral History Program podcast. This is your host, Alana Gomez. Today, we have a special episode on the Match in Florida Opportunity Scholarship, or MFOS, program. In this episode, we will be discussing the history behind the program, as well as the issue of first-generation students and access to higher education. You will hear from students who have participated in the program as they discuss the ways in which the scholarship has influenced their lives. First, we want to provide some background for those who may not know about the program. The Matchin Florida Opportunity Scholarship Program was founded by President Bernie Matchin in 2005 with the goal of supporting low-income, first-generation college students in pursuing their education at the University of Florida by providing them with a full financial grant, educational resources, and a supportive community on campus. The program was created out of a need for new initiatives aiding minorities after Florida Governor Jeb Bush ended affirmative action in 2000. UF President Bernie Matchin identified the gap between lower-income minority populations and higher education and decided to make a change. Here's Dr. Matchin on how and why he founded the program, originally called Florida Opportunity Scholars. Economic factors were becoming so prevalent and they were keeping students who met all the academic criteria to become students here from enrolling at the University of Florida. So it was very clear that was that was the problem. And it wasn't one of going out and recruiting students. It was finding a way to matriculate and then graduate these students. We didn't really have the program fully worked out, but we knew that there were students there that if the resources were available, they would more likely come to the university. So that was our first cohort. A lot of people were questioning that because as many of you know, Florida is a state that has a rich state scholarship program, the the, uh, Pride Futures program, all the students with whom we were interested qualified for federal scholarships under the Pell Grant program. So people were saying, so what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is it costs more to pay for the the room and board to go to college than the tuition itself. And there we were finding that there was a 10 to $12,000 per student per year deficit in what we were able to provide. So we took our first class. We knew that we were onto something almost from the get-go. Remember, every student selected had been admitted on their own merits to the university. So there were no people who were under the bar who didn't have the qualifications. The reality was we had lots of young people who wanted to come here, provided there was a means for them to do so. And that's basically how we got started. To qualify for the MFOS program, students who have filled out the FAFSA must meet the following eligibility criteria. They must be a first-generation college student, have a total family income of less than $40,000 a year, and have graduated from a high school in Florida. Since its start, the program has enrolled around 5,000 scholars and continues to support close to 1,200 students each semester. In terms of financial aid, the grant covers college students' tuition, housing, meals, transportation, health insurance, and even computers or other material needs. But the program also provides other forms of support, such as education and community resources. This includes guidance counselors to help scholars on their transition to UF and other advisors available for support. In addition to the professional advisor, students receive a peer mentor, an upperclassman who can help guide them through the everyday struggles of college. Here, Shelby Powell explains how the program provides more than just financial support. 
creating a sense of community and encouraging students to achieve their goals, despite the obstacles they may face. I think the Florida Opportunity Scholars provides, it's hard to even describe, but I think it takes what would be otherwise a fairly homogenous mixture of students and really diversifies it with different thought and different even even race and um, backgrounds. And those, those students who have come from adversity, I really feel like they provide a very different experience and a different way of thinking about things than what you see from you know families with generational success and wealth or whatnot. Um, and I think that the students who can't necessarily do it on their own, like the financial aspect of it, or who get help from FOS, I think that they have all the more ambition to do great things. And I think that 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 opportunity provided to them really allows them to go on and just um, become more than good, productive members of society, but to, to give back also because, um, you know, to whom much has been given, much is expected, right? As part of this discussion, it is important to recognize the systematic problem of access to higher education. The MFOS mission is to ensure that everyone has the opportunity to go to college, which for many participants would not be possible without the program. Most of the scholars who received the award not only come from lower income families, but also from backgrounds where it is harder to access resources because of language barriers, a lack of information, and other compounding factors. Many students worry about how they will pay for their education and often either choose to attend a community college or not pursue a degree at all. The program started at UF out of a need to provide these students with the support, financial and otherwise, necessary to help them achieve their educational goals. In this clip, Marquita Brown recounts the adversity she faced growing up and describes what the MFOS program meant to her. I grew up with mom and dad and went to Carousity Elementary, Carousity Middle, and Carousity High, so mm -hmm. I was a little legend. <laughs> um, growing up at first, it was... It was Nothing I can remember that was dangerous or anything until, like, when I got in 12th grade, high school, it was like everything that I saw in the news, that was fine, it didn't happen around me. And then 12th grade, it was like everything was life-changing. Like, friends that I was sitting by, the next day they wouldn't be there, they had got, you know, shot and killed at some party. So 12th grade for me was more like, all right, Life is serious. Mm -hmm. um, I need to get out of here. Other MFOS scholars face challenges as the children of immigrants, often being the first generation born in the U.S. as well as the first in college. For many, their families have needed to prioritize working in order to survive over schooling in their home countries. As such, there may be less of a cultural focus on education. For these children, then, access to education is not only financially unattainable in many situations, but rooted in this multi-generational cycle as well. Here is Anise Jaffard talking about her own family's history in Haiti and how these issues impacted her view on education. So my mom grew up in Haiti. Um, both of my parents are from Haiti. She immigrated here in 1980. But growing up, um, my mother was a single parent. And one of the things that she always prided herself on was making sure that we had an education. Because when my mother was in the third grade, 
her mother, my grandmother, sold her books and took her out of school because she couldn't afford to send all of the kids to school. So my grandmother thought that the education of a male, so all of her sons had proper education, took precedence over the education of women in our family. So she sold my mother's textbooks and took her out of school. So when my mom, being the fact that she never got a formalized education, basically had to come here and teach herself how to do everything. She learned arithmetic on her own, she had reading on her own. Um, when she got here, she um, took English classes. So she always prided us on the importance of education because she was never given that opportunity and I guess there's a sense of not necessarily entitlement or just a want to do stuff mainly because you see kind of where your parents have come from and you see the fact that you know your parents were not able to have the same opportunities as you so for me it's kind of like I'd be stupid not to take on an opportunity that will change my life especially after seeing my mother struggle with me raising my siblings and myself because of the issues of inequity in higher education, MFOS is life-changing for participating students and families who express excitement at such an opportunity. Here is Stephanie Roland Rodriguez remembering what it was like to receive a letter of acceptance into the program. Back in the day, it was still a letter. I found out on email about getting into UF, but the letter for MFOS came. Um, I thought it was fake, to be honest. I like saw the letter and I was reading it and like my mom read it and my mom's English wasn't great, but you know, she was working through it. So we were both like looking at it and I was like, is this a scholarship? Like, is this just a program? Like, what do I have to do for this? Um, and we like both looked at each other and we were like, I think it's a full ride. And we started jumping and like laughing hysterically because we were like, what is this? Is this fake? Um, yeah. It was, it was a day that I can't even explain like to this day it's something that I go back to and just like the you know every little um celebration in my life really started I mean it started before right but it that really was kind of the key point of like oh my gosh I can afford college I was very much scared about you know thinking about loans and all that stuff um so that day was fantastic I still have to pinch myself as mentioned earlier, one of the greatest benefits of the MFOS program is the financial aid it provides, a full-covered scholarship for college. In this clip, Erica Aguiar addresses the problem of the cost of schooling and recounts how MFOS helped ease her worries. I had that conversation with my parents that I would either have to take out loans, I would have to work, they couldn't contribute anything. And that was this moment where I really started to understand um, equity and the fact that I could work as hard as I wanted to, but there were still some things that were probably not going to happen because I didn't have access to money. Um, and then a couple of weeks later, I get this letter in the mail that says, you know, congrats on being accepted. You are, you've been chosen at, at the time, a Florida Opportunity Scholar. The name change came a few years later. And I thought it was a joke. And I took it to a guidance counselor and she said, this is you're getting covered. You're getting your housing covered. You're getting your meal plan covered. You're getting tuition covered. You can go. And I lost it. You know, my mom and I could still get teary-eyed right now. Absolutely broke down because I could come to the place that I always wanted to go. I could come to the you know, top school in the state and not have to worry about working two jobs, not have to worry about, you know, my parents working an extra job to cover me. Moreover, MFOS offers guidance for students who are experiencing the college atmosphere for the first time. Since these students are often not able to seek advice from home, given their first-generation status, the program supplies them with advisors and mentors who are there to lead them while they pursue their bachelor's degree. 
as well as with tutoring and other educational resources to help them through this time. Here is Linda Dillon sharing her thoughts on this aspect of the MFOS program and its importance. I think it means family and support uh, 100% because, you know, they're there for anything you have. So it's not only just a financial aid type thing. It's also like if you are having trouble in your classes, like you can go talk to someone. That's why we have the mentorship program, um, you know, making sure that you're doing great your first year because like everyone that's in it, they're first generation students. And so honestly, their parents probably aren't able to help them as much as they would like um, in terms of, you know, how to work all of our academic schedules. How do you like start going into, you know, college? What is dorm life? You know, what is a meal plan, for example, things like that. Um, and so that's why like the mentorship program is so awesome because you have students that have already gone through that. If we ever have problems, we can always talk to them or just say, hi, how are you guys doing? Like, you know, if you ever want to talk, they're there for you. So that's why I love it because it feels like a family, you know, um, everyone is there to support you through your whole college experience. The MFOS program also connects its scholars with a community of other first-generation students who are there to support and guide each other in an otherwise isolating environment. In this next clip, Erica Aguiar discusses the value of finding and understanding community at UF. That's what the program allowed for me. It allowed me to build a first-gen community of students who got it, who I could, you know, I didn't have to feel like I had to put on this mask. We, we see that so much with our students. I could talk really freely and openly about the struggles my family was facing with money or, you know, identity issues I was having because they understood. And it, you know, there wasn't this weird, oh, you can't, why can't you just go out and buy that new thing? Or why can't you do this? They just sort of got it. Um, so the MFOS program is literally what kept me in college, what helped me graduate. I attribute all my success to it. But that, that first year, those first couple years were, were really hard. Um, and, and I'm thankful to Leslie and the mentors and faculty and staff that I had in my life to help me keep going. As you've heard from the individual interview highlights, MFOS is a life-changing program that provides financial, academic, and social support for first-generation college students. Now in its 16th year of existence, the program already holds an incredible legacy, which will only continue to expand as it develops in the future. Now, we'd like to leave you with Shelby Powell's sense of gratitude to the program. It's really humbling. And when I think about FOS, it's like doubly so. Not only did it basically put money in my pocket, I mean, in a sense, it provided me an education from one of the best colleges in our country um, and from the top public relations program in the country. I wouldn't have had a job without it. I, now I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had the... You know, the experience of sitting in Ben Hill Griffin cheering on the Gators to two national championships in four years and back-to-back -back basketball championships. I wouldn't have got to Rush University or, you know, it's, there, there are so many experiences and there's so much wisdom and uh, so much academia that I was able to really benefit from because of FOS. And it's like, there's really no way to say thank you. There's no way to describe how impactful that is. To learn more about the value of the Match in Florida Opportunity Scholarship at UF and to hear more student and family voices, stay tuned for the Samuel Proctor Oral History Program's MFOS documentary coming out this November.
Follow us on social media, linked in the show notes, to stay up to date on the film and other projects. Thanks for listening.